Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. You know it better as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80 and always tell you smart speaker to play ESPN radio. You get a little extra, extra Freddie and Harry because we're on until 7.30 Eastern time before game two of the National Championship Series happens between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. Phillies winning game one last night, 5-3. I was going to tease Harry and the gang, meaning Harry Douglas, Devin Kane, Shannon Penn. For the first time on this show, me and Mark Morales – are in the same group because our teams went undefeated this weekend and those three bums known as Harry Douglas, David Kane, and Shannon Penn, their teams were part of the defeateds. I was going to tease those guys about that. But then Devin Kane dropped it. Not a Woj bomb, Devin Kane. I'll let you take the floor. You dropped a Schefter bomb involving somebody close to the one, the other, the one, the only Harry Douglas. Now what you got? Tell everybody. Let it be known right now. So, according to Adam Schefter, seven-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Julio Jones is signing a one-year deal with the Philadelphia Eagles, per sources. He'll be re- mm-hmm. reunited with his former Titans teammate, A.J. Brown, who, was pushed, who pushed for Tennessee to trade for him in Atlanta. Okay. HD, you know Julio Jones pretty well. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. looky, looky. Uh-huh. So, those of you who don't know, uh-huh. I played with Julio for a lot of years. That's not just my friend. That's literally my brother from another mother. We do a lot of things together. We talk. Um, about some deep stuff as well. And I'm glad to see him to be able to be with a team, a team that can actually utilize him. Because I think Mm -hmm. if there's one thing with Philadelphia that I feel like has been missing a little bit, it's that third wide receiver actually stepping up to the plate um, probably when they need him to. They thought Quez Watkins was going to be that guy that has not panned out for them so far this year. Then they also got Alameda Zacchaeus who came from Atlanta as well. And those guys just haven't fit the bill for them as a third wide receiver. You add Julio Jones, another big body guy, him and A.J. Brown, they had that phenomenal relationship. Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts went to Alabama. Julio Jones went to Alabama. Uh Devontae Smith went to Alabama. Uh So that chemistry and that relationship is already going to be there between all those guys. Because Julio Jones wants that Super Bowl ring. And he has the chance to try to get that Super Bowl ring. Rain. Now that he's according to Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL Insider, he is signing a one-year deal, meaning Julio Jones, with the Philadelphia Eagles, according to sources. But, Freddie, he's a FOS. He's a friend, friend of, of the our show. show he's a friend of the show. Because he came on our show. Yes, he did. And did his thing, too. Yes. Has a media career if he wants it after football. Yeah, he's got that quiet storm kind of feel to him. There's no doubt about that, that he can put stuff out there. He doesn't have to be bombastic. He doesn't have to be all about bravado and everything. He just has that little that little, that little, little soft shoe that kind of slowed the news kind of thing when it comes to Julio Jones, now a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. By the way, you can, anytime you want to have something to say, if you got something to say, we want to hear it. Be a part of Freddie Harry Nation on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-729-3776. 
That's Triple H, say ESPN, by the Freddie and Harry and ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. By the way, 30 minutes away from Aaron Rodgers saying, Listen, I, I believe in the power of intention. I believe in the power of your mind. And how that has driving Harry Douglas completely nuts. That comes your way in about 30 minutes. But that's one main thing. But it's never about the main thing, 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 the main thing with Freddie and Harry. As I mentioned about five minutes ago, Mark Morales and Freddie Coleman are now part of the bum of the week club because our teams won this weekend. Morales, a Jets fan, Freddie Coleman, a Jets and Cowboys fan, Devin Kane, a Giants fan. Sorry to hear that. Shannon Penn, a Giants fan. Sorry to hear that. Harry Douglas. An Atlanta Braves fan, they lost on Thursday. Atlanta Falcons fan. No, you just stop right there. You don't mention all my losses this weekend. I'm going to because I never get these moments. Okay, you're right. These moments are few and far between. So if I got all your boys' teams going down and three of your teams going down and me and Mark Morales' teams standing up and winning, especially if the Cowboys won last night, I'm letting y'all have it. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the brimstone. I don't care because we know this, Harry Douglas. If the Cowboys had not won that game last night, can you imagine the fire and brimstone that would have been on them in a two-week period now that they got that win going into the bye week, beating the Chargers last night? And I'll be honest with you, Freddie, watching that game last night, I seen a Dak Prescott I haven't seen this season, right? It was actually a game where it was meaningful for the offense to be able to hold their weight and for Dak Prescott to be able to make plays. And I just thought he did an exceptional job. Now, did he miss two touchdown throws? Yes. Mm -hmm. He missed the early one to Michael Gallup up the seam, right? And he also missed one to Tony Pollard. But I can sit up here and say today that Dak Dak Prescott made the plays necessary to be able to propel the Dallas Cowboys to a win. And I think about that third and 11 in which he found Tony Pollard for a 60 yard game. I think about the seven targets that he gave C.D. Lamb and some of those were on third down, some were not. And C.D. Lamb came up with huge plays. Being able to scramble and get outside the pocket. He got sacked five times. And if he was not a you know, dual threat quarterback, it probably would have been eight or nine for the Los Angeles Chargers. And then I think about that fourth and one, right? You, the first drive of the game that you have, fourth and one situation, mm-hmm. you got the zone read, you pull it and you take it in for a touchdown. Said it yesterday before we got off air. Yes, you did. Dak Prescott needs to utilize his legs. And then Brandon Cooks finally got Brandon Cooks involved. He scored a touchdown on a play we used to call both races, where okay. you have two guys sprinting to the opposite sides. And whichever one you think is open, you throw it up to him and let him go get it in the back corner of the end zone. But also, right, Brandon Cooks had this, I think it was third and nine on, mm-hmm. that, on that drive. They, they, they got the three-point field goal. The deep out comeback route. Yep. That was a huge play in that ball game because it allowed them to get closer to field goal range. And then the kicker made the field goal to let them go up 20 to 17. So Dak Prescott last night, in my opinion, okay. for, the, for, for, for the most part, made the plays necessary to be able to get the Dallas Cowboys over the hump. Dak Prescott, Cowboys quarterback, what say you about last night's win? It was a must win. Why? I mean, it's early no, I mean, in the season. It's, yeah, early in the season, but three and three. Four and two or three and three, that was a, it's a huge difference. Uh, yeah, it, it just is. I mean, yeah, like I give it exactly what you're saying. It's early in the season. I've been in the three and five season that we turned it around and, and went on a win streak and won the division. So I, I get what you're saying, but four and two, second, second road win of the year. Um, against a great team, against a great offense, good defense, great defense. Uh, going into the bye week, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about after last week not, not allowing this thing to landslide. And obviously, I think a win like this allows you to really close that book. I don't mind testing Dak Prescott 
because that's what the Dallas Cowboys need. I don't mind him getting defensive because that means that you understand exactly what kind of pressure is out there. Not just on you, but on the Dallas Cowboys. Last night wasn't clean. It was ugly. It was haphazard. It was up and down. But we know what the narrative would have sounded like had they not won that game. That's why I don't mind that exchange. Like, yeah, it was a must win because I know exactly who I am. I know what I can be, but I know what I represent to this organization, that many people in this organization still don't believe that I can get it done as a quarterback. Many people still don't believe I'm the guy that should be the guy when it comes to leading this team to a Super Bowl that they have not won since 1996. But Harry, as a Cowboys fan, even though I was clowning you guys earlier, and I'm going to continue clowning until next week, really for two weeks, because my team's going to win the bye week. They're not losing that. So you guys are getting clowned for the next couple of weeks. As long as the Jets and the Cowboys have a bye week, y'all going to hear it. Oh, for the next they two- both have bye weeks Y'all going to hear it. I'm going to be insufferable Friday for the next 12 days. Y'all going to wow. hate me by Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But I've seen this before the Cowboys. Anytime they get a little bit of prosperity, they're feeling good about themselves. Oh, Jerry Jones starts talking about that now we got the components that we can be that team that can get out of the NFC and win that Super Bowl. Anytime I hear stuff like that, I pause. I worry. Because I've seen that this team has not been able to handle prosperity like they should, like championship teams usually should when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys. And let me say this really quick. It was definitely last night a good sighting seeing Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson being able to have a conversation on the sideline and also being up in the box together. I I thought that was something that was needed because we know – we definitely know what Jimmy Johnson means to the Dallas Cowboys and their organization. Mm-hmm. And whatever him and Jerry need to work out, I feel like they need to work out because he deserves to be in the ring of honor Absolutely. Um, at Jerry's world. Now, as far as Dallas, I think sometimes, Freddie, you, you run into situations where you feel like it's a must win. Even if people outside don't feel like that, you feel like that inside, internally in your locker room. Mm-hmm. And you have to do whatever's necessary to be able to get that victory. I think Dak Prescott felt that weight. Mike McCarthy felt that weight. Mike, Michael Parsons felt that weight. And the reason why I named those three guys is because I consider those three guys the leaders on the football team. Right. Right. Those are, those are the guys that uh, should be able to galvanize the troops and say, hey, guys, we got to get things together or mm. we're going to landslide. And I thought in the biggest moment where the Dallas Cowboys didn't have a sack last night, yeah. uh, up until this point, Michael Parsons on the last drive when the Chargers has the ball gets that sack. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore comes up with that interception. Dak Prescott did what he had to do. And I'm not going to forget about the throw that he did throw to Michael Gallup when Michael Gallup dropped. I don't care nothing about no DB tugging your jersey. Yeah. It hit you right in your yeah. hands. Yeah, that was a perfect you got to catch that. In between three dudes down yeah. the seam. Yeah, you got to bring that in, number 13, no doubt. You got to catch that. But I, it, was, it was definitely a must win for the Dallas Cowboys. And now yeah. when when you, you're having a conversation, you have a Philadelphia that just lost to the Jets. And I still mm. believe that Philly is the team right now in the NFC East. So do I. I but when you're only one game behind now versus two games behind. And back-to-back back losses. Room, yep, the breathing room is different. Yeah, no doubt about that. Bobby in California was the way in the Freddie and Harry hotline, part of the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-729-3776. Big Bob, what you got? Hey, Freddie, Harry, thanks for letting me get on with you guys. Appreciate you. Hey, uh, so enjoyed the win last night from the Cowboys. I thought it was a great team win. Dak struggled a little bit. You know, him and Gallup are off. I'm almost wondering, with them being off so much as they've been, do you think it would be better to trade Gallup for someone like Hunter Renfro? You know, get someone in there that can help them out in the pass game a little more. And I like that the Cowboys actually – got Dak running the ball again. It kind of reminded me of his rookie season 
so it opened up the playbook a little more. So that's all I, I wanted to ask you guys, see what you guys thought about that. Now, Bobby brings up an interesting point because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I actually wrote down in my notes. Oh, Watching you did. Michael Gallup last night, uh-huh. it just seems like he is not full throttle in which he was before he got injured. Yeah, the torn ACL and, still affecting yeah, him mentally. Yeah, because it was some slants where, you know, you're you're a bigger body type wide receiver, man. You got to get DBs off of you. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of bigger body wide receivers uh, over my career still make catches with guys draped over him. Right. And that little tug that we just talked about on that seam route that Dak Prescott threw him, or that post route, like you you got to make that catch. You got to fight through contact. You know that's that's one of the reasons why you're there. CD Lamb is not a doesn't have a huge body, mm-hmm. right? He he's he's a fairly big receiver, but not. Like Michael Gallup, right. Brandon Cooks isn't that guy. So you have to be that guy to be able to fight through contact and make those catches. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say they need to trade right. um, for Hunter Renfro or anybody like that. But mm-hmm. I will say this. I think they can utilize their roster a, a, a little bit better. When you have Turpin, yep, I was who is say a, that. Who's mm-hmm. a chess piece, mm-hmm. that's a guy you can throw into the mix on offense. When you have Deuce Vaughn, mm-hmm. that's another guy you can throw into the mix. So there's a few things that I feel like you can do more creatively yeah. if you're Mike McCarthy to get these guys open and to create separation for them when it comes to running routes against the opposing team defense. To me, real quickly, the offensive weapon the Dallas Cowboys need is Mike McCarthy to be that way after the first drive of the game where he was just like the Rockettes of Radio City Music Hall. One, two, three, kick. Run the ball the first two times and the quarterback gets sacked. People are getting sick of that. After that, they threw a lot more in first down. So maybe it's not so much that, yeah, Gallup has to step up or trading him away. That's not the answer. Michael McCarthy, that's why I'm calling about his government name. Michael McCarthy needs to be a lot better calling plays like he was after that first drive where there was creativity. You saw the jet sweep to Brandon Cooks. You saw them scheme to get CeeDee Lamb open. You saw him use Dak Prescott in the running game. Why would you wait until after you got the brakes beaten off of you by the San Francisco 49ers to do that? Now, granted, the Los Angeles Chargers are horror awful on defense, especially pass defense. They give almost 300 yards passing yards per game. But you know what? It should not matter. When you have the kind of talent quotient, they have the Dallas Cowboys, that you can take advantage of that. By the way, speaking of the charges, it is time for Harry Douglas here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio on Freddie Coleman and also the ESPN app and Series Section Channel 80. He's about to go in on one particular guy who played quarterback last night. And his name is not Dak Prescott of Cowboys. It's Justin Herbert of the Chargers. They've got a really good front seven, so we, we had to do our best. And, you know, it didn't go our way um, on the ground today. And, um, you know, I, I think it's just a testament to how good they played. And, um, you know, I think we can do a lot better on offense. And um, especially at quarterback, I, I can play a lot better. So, um, you know, I, I thought the defense came up with some big stops today, held them when we needed them to. So it's on us as an offense. You're right, Justin Herbert. <laughs> You're right, because a five-year, $262.5 million says so. And for that much money, and you're the franchise quarterback, I expect you to hit your best receiver in Keaton Allen when he runs a double move the first time a slant and going he's wide open. I expect you to hit your number one wide receiver, Keenan Allen, when he has an out and up and he's wide open for a second time. Yes, I expect you to make those plays. And either one of those plays, if they're made in that ball game, could be the difference, right? But but Justin Herbert, I'm not going to absolve him of this conversation when we hold Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, all these other guys accountable for the compensation that they are getting for their teams right now. And Justin Herbert, you have a guy that's butt naked as hell wide open. (laughs) Oh, really? The BDAH, huh? 
on the football field, <laughs> wide open. And you, not only did you miss him, you missed him badly. But those, it, I, I swear, Freddie, there are four to six plays in every football game mm-hmm. that determines the outcome. Right. Those two plays hurt the Los Angeles Chargers. They really did. And Justin Herbert has to be able to, when things aren't going right all the time, he has to be the guy that propelled this team and get them over the hump. Mm-hmm. You know who the Chargers are? They're the best fantasy football team that money can buy in the NFL. How many times have we seen either their quarterback or their defense? The numbers really look glossy. They really look good if you're trying to make one of those, you know, trades in fantasy football to get a flex wide receiver or a flex running back. Those numbers look fantastic. When it gets down to the nitty-gritty, what do they do? They always seem to either shoot themselves in the foot or not make those kind of plays or make those kind of coaching decisions. Normally in a game like this, you can put this on Brandon Staley, the head coach, because he's always going to do something wicky-wacky that you say, so why are you doing that? Why are you going for it there? Last night, and I can't believe I'm saying this as a Cowboys fan, I never thought for one second the Cowboys were going to lose that game because I thought the Chargers were going to find a way to lose it. And they proved me right. You know why? Yep. Because they're the best fantasy football team that money can buy. You can say the Cowboys in that category as well, but at least I've seen the Cowboys win games and win games in deep and clutch situations. I've seen that from Dak Prescott going on the road and winning here, going on the road and winning there, or winning at home. Whatever he's not done against the 49ers, okay, I get it. But I've seen him do it to other teams and win those kind of situations. I'm still waiting for that Justin Herbert, Brandon Still, where you say to yourself, okay, you went out and won that game. The team did not give it back to you. Those things always work in fantasy football. They don't work in the NFL. And that's why Sean Payton really wanted to be with the Chargers and now the Denver Broncos because he believed he could be the guy that could be that difference maker with a quarterback like that, with receivers like that, with a defense like that. They need somebody that can instill that confidence. And as far as I'm concerned, they never seem to have it in key situations. And I'll be honest with you, if I'm the Los Angeles Chargers in that offensive line, I feel some type of way today because I didn't display or put my best performance out there on the football field. You get third and one, third and two, fourth and one in those situations multiple times in the ball game, uh-huh. you got to be able to get your pass down, man, and blow people off the ball. I put that in the text chain. Right. I said, why would they not like run you, the ball there? You, what was your you answer to, to me? The inability to run the football last night consistently but also – in a in a not even a dominant fashion, but a mediocre fashion, what was on full display last night, and it, and it was just sad to see because when you're in that situation, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's is it coached that way, I don't or, know. or or are coaches allowing it to happen? And now let me jump to the defensive side because see, Brandon Staley is a defensive guy. Yes, he is. You have third and eighteen with about six minutes left in the game, and it's a seventeen seventeen ball game. You have as a defense the Dallas Cowboys at third and eighteen. Okay, let's just rush three or four and let the Dallas Cowboys throw the ball in front of us and everybody go tackle the ball carrier. They get a legal contact holding penalty that gave the Dallas Cowboys a first down, and they go down and kick a field goal to go up three points. Also, Derwin James, at some point, he has to grow up. Mm -hmm. He can't keep getting these personal foul penalties over and over and over and over again, game by game. You got to grow in that capacity. They're not allowing you to do things like that. So you have to alter some of the things that you do on a football field. When you play fantasy football, you don't worry about those things. When you think you're a modern football genius in football, you don't believe you have to worry about those things. But yet the Chargers do this time and time You know what? Time it's again. okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that's the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you happen to know his name, Freddie? I think it's uh, – no, it's not Jay Gruden. No, 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 it's, it's not, not him. Joe Gibbs. No, nope, oh, it's Gibbs. Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy. 
if 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 this keeps up, why wouldn't the Chargers hire a guy like Eric Bieniemy that was in that division that understands how the Chiefs thinks and mm-hmm. understands what it takes to be a winner because he won two Super Bowls? Mm-hmm. If this keeps up with, with the Los Angeles Chargers, why wouldn't they hire a guy like Eric Bieniemy? That is a very fair question, and at the rate the Chargers are going, we'll find out sooner than later. This goes that way. They don't get to the playoffs. Brandon Staley, the head coach, could be on thin ice. Bailey in Delaware has something to say in the Freddie and Harry hotline at 888-729-3776. Beetle Bailey, what you got? Hey, so, I, so I'm so i a diehard Dallas fan, and um, I heard one of the callers say that Dak struggled last night, and I just think that's entirely wrong. I saw that Dak played out of his mind last last night. I mean, he was the leading, like, rusher in power that had gotten 12, 12 carries, and he also – Bailed, bailed out big, big, uh, big Mike a lot of different times, especially with running into a wall on first and second down on however many times. <laughs> I'm just tired of this Dak-like slander, and that at some point, when can we start to put Dak over Herbert? Because what has Justin Herbert done to make him one of these top five guys? And I'll uh, definitely take uh, the. I will listen to your answer off of um, the air. Thank you. Yeah, Bailey, I would say this. There's a reason why I ignored that por- portion of what the caller said because mm-hmm. I personally didn't think Dak Prescott played terrible last night. Me, neither did I. I. My, the first thing I started with when we, we started the show off was like how uh, Dak Prescott did what was necessary to be able to get his ten, team a win last night. Right. So some things I just, you know, you ignore and you move on from. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I understand the Herbert situation, what you just brought up, because – Justin Herbert like has to start showing more than what we've seen. We we understand things from an individual standpoint, mm-hmm. but collectively from a team perspective, yeah. I, I got to see more. Yeah, it's a pretty package till you open up the box. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you got the puppy peeing in there. <laughs> you think it's a puppy? All of a sudden your hands are wet. That's what the charges are when you play fantasy football and try doing the NFL level. Sometimes you give you deserve when it comes to Los Angeles Chargers. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry. So early today in the Pat McAfee show, Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers said this. Listen, I, I believe in the power of intention. I believe in the power of your mind. Based on that, it still boggles the mind of Harry Douglas about the power of Aaron Rodgers. You hear Aaron Rodgers had to finish that sentence and how Harry Douglas responded to that next on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D. 
D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. People have wondered for the longest time if Aaron Rodgers is of this world. And so is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Freddie and Harry together presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Always tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. And here is why. Aaron Rodgers out there throwing the football on Sunday. He wasn't in full uniform. But no walking boot, no scooter, no crane, no, no cane, no, no, no crane to bring him out there. He's just out there, la, 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 throwing the football around, la, 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 throwing the football around. And when he's in the Pat McAfee show, he talked about how unique his surgery and rehab has been. And wait until you hear how Harry Douglas's mind has been blown by this whole thing. Listen, I, I believe in the power of intention. I believe in the power of your mind and, and the will, willpower. Basically, this entire time, I've kind of said this is what I'd like to do rehab-wise. Uh, Neil, you know, my doctor, Neil Atrosh, did a kind of a newer, innovative surgery. You know, I would asked him if we could push it, if we could push it beyond the normal protocols. Cam Akers had the same surgery. He was able to come back in about five months. Uh, me and JK both had the surgery within a couple of days of each other. And it'll be interesting to see uh, what both of our prognosis is and, and our timetable. But I've, I've just wanted to do things uh, uh, quicker and smart, but quicker. And, and like I've said, you know, the most important thing is you just don't want to stress the Achilles. Stress, okay. Stretch, not okay. So it's just about being smart with the rehab and pushing it as much as I can and then backing off on the days that it doesn't feel great. Freddie, I'll be honest with you. I, <laughs> I'm so confused because <laughs> I, would feel I, 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 I really am. I'm confused because I've seen people have this injury. Mm-hmm. And the time frame that Aaron Rodgers is back with this team and on the football field, walking around, no crutches, no scooter, you know, it, it's it's unbelievable. It's mind-boggling, but it's it's a it's a good thing. I'm good. It's great to see. Right. But I haven't seen this before, right? I, I really haven't. So I'm 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 still trying to let it register. <laughs> like, how is this even occurring? But I think he said it's like a, some new invention. He said. Why are we not surprised at something new? Yeah, I mean, with Aaron te- Rodgers. I'm telling you, man, technology is everything. And it's funny because <laughs> I sat on the plane recently yeah. with the guy who had an ACL in the 80s. And okay. I had mine in 2009. And his scar is about eight inches. My scar is about two and a half, three mm-hmm. inches. <laughs> Modern medicine. Yeah. So, but I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess it's good. I mean, we Cam Akers came back within, I think, five months. Yes, he did. Five or six months. Uh-huh. Um, so that was the first, but for Aaron Rodgers to be walking around and throwing the football and putting transferring weight from one foot to the other like that, like that, that, that still has me, I'm in shock. <laughs> you know why? I'm, be- I'm really shocked about it. You, you know why? Because he pointed out something. Why are we not surprised that he has a doctor called Neo? 
But when he first said that, I was like, when the hell did the singer start doing surgery? No. Sexy I, love. No, I wasn't thinking N-E-Y-O. I was thinking N-E-O from the mate to Ricks because everybody's covering Aaron Rodgers and his mate to Ricks. And apparently he's got Harry Douglas in his meringue to Ricks because Harry Douglas can't figure out, wait a minute, how are you out there without a walking boot, without a cane, Without human assistance, without yeah. a scooter. Harry's mind just <laughs> Meanwhile, Harry, we're all caught up in Aaron Rodgers and his mate. To Ricks, and he's got everybody <laughs> fooled. I don't know if he's coming back this year or not, but the fact that he was out there lends it to the possibility. And you know what's also the most important thing with him being back and whatever that is and however that looks? He wanted to be back with his team. He wanted to be around those guys. It is no coincidence, not one coincidence, that after he went on the Pat McAfee show, when guys are getting mad at Zach Wilson and everybody's yelling at each other on the sidelines, and Aaron Rodgers said, you know, cut it the bleep out. Knock it off. You guys need to come together, not fall apart. It's also no coincidence that his coach himself, Robert Sala, talked about the mate, tricks when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Selfishly as a coach, his superpower is his presence. And him being in this building, being around his teammates, being in the locker room, his his positive attitude the uh his his thoughts of manifestation and all that stuff i think it's powerful and uh so obviously as a coach of course selfishly i want him here every single day i want him in every meeting i want him on the practice field i want him on the sideline i want him in the locker room selfishly because he's a uh he's an unbelievable human he understands the bait tricks and he doesn't want to have people get caught in the hate tricks what is called his quarterback aaron Rodgers. so, so I, something you guys said this is year 19 for aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. one thing i can understand why are we praising this guy for finally being a good teammate after 19 years? We're like, oh, he's a good teammate now. Well, no, 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 no. I, I think what it is is that when you look at the organization and the history within the organization and the last time they haven't made the playoffs and then you go out and get a guy that's a walking Hall of Famer who was a two back-to-back MVP, won it four-time Super Bowl winner, and you have those dreams and aspirations as an organization and you see what it's like when he's there and then he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And then he shows that he wants to be there. He shows that he feels bad that he's hurt. You know what I mean? And he can still be meaningful to the team, even though he's not out there. And I think the proof is in the pudding because we've seen it. Deb, I think that was big. And also, we can't, a lot of people can't get out of their minds what we've seen transpire the last few years in Green Bay, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because I'm going to go back to the last year he was there in that offseason when they had two new wide receivers when Devontae Adams left and he wasn't there. And I kept bringing up, and Marcus Spears also, about the presence of Aaron Rodgers being there and what it would have meant to those young receivers and how they could have grown from him being there with his presence. Now we fast forward to now he's at a place where he wants to be and we see what that presence means. You you don't think that means a lot to a guy like Zach Wilson when a lot of people was coming down on you and one of the person people that was believing in you the most – was Aaron Rodgers a guy that you you feel like is upper echelon and you looked up to? That means a lot for him. That means a lot for Sauce Gardner, even though he didn't play the last game, right? Yeah. It means a lot for those guys who, who who have built that relationship with Aaron Rodgers on that team and that coaching staff sees how much this team feeds off of. Now, don't get me wrong. Every mm. player in there, they have a purpose, right? They Absolutely. have pride. Mm. They have a family they're playing for. They want to do their best individually as a team collectively the whole nine. But when you have somebody of the caliber of Aaron Rodgers who's in your locker room and who's around your program, it makes a difference. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry and ESPN radio here's something else to what you just said for the first time in a minute Aaron Rodgers is not fighting people in his organization it's not Aaron Rodgers versus guys that are making decisions 
based on his football future. It became a war between Aaron Rodgers and management. Not Aaron Rodgers and the players, Aaron Rodgers and management. You know why? Because that organization, let it be known to Aaron Rodgers, you are not going to have power of this organization. We want our organization back. The New York Jets said, Aaron Rodgers, take it. We'll be caught in your mate. Chiricks, because we need it when it comes to the New York Jets. We enjoy everything about that when you bring to the table. And everybody's been able to feed off of that. Not just Zach Wilson, the quarterback, but don't think for one second Nathaniel Hackett hasn't felt a lot better ever since Aaron Rodgers told everybody to cut it out and stop banging on each other, stop trying to knock around each other. You guys need to come together as a football team, as an organization. This is not good for anybody. You know why? Because he created that whole nonsense in Green Bay where it was like warring factions together. He says, you know what? I wanted to be here. I forced my way out of Green Bay. The last thing I want is this, what I really set into motion with the Green Bay Packers. That's why he's got everybody wrapped up and everybody talking about superpower and whatever he did coming from the Prince of Darkness and all other stuff because he sees exactly that, man, that tore apart this football team, no matter how successful we were in Green Bay because I made it all about me. For the first time in a minute, he has not made it about him, and everybody in New York has been benefiting, at least to this point with a Jets team that nobody thought was going to be 3-3 three and three the minute he got injured four plays into the 2023 season. Well, Freddie, that's another part of it because Aaron Rodgers understands and he sees that this team still has a chance, even yeah. though he's not there, right? Even though he's not out on the football field playing, so if he can be around and help the cause any way possible, he's going to do that. He's going to do that, man. Whatever you can light the torch or light the fire mm-hmm. uh, with the player being there with his presence, he, he's going to make sure he's there, man, to, to make sure he does everything for this Jets organization. Who went out on a limb to go get him? Absolutely. And still believed in him mm-hmm. that he was that back-to-back MVP uh, award-winning quarterback in the National Football League. Sitting in California at 888-729-3776. He has something to say about this on the Dr. Pepper calling line. Sitting in California, what you got, my friend? Well, it's probably about a 50-50 chance whether he comes back. But if Aaron Rodgers does come back and the Jets can be can just squeeze into the playoffs, I think he could get him into the second, maybe even championship game because he just has that kind of talent and he's just that good. So, and uh, as for superpowers, he just might pull this off. And I really <laughs> hope that he does because I've been a Jet fan for a long, long time. So, so how long have you been a Jet fan, by the way? <laughs> Since 19... 19- 68, the year before the Jets won the Super Bowl, and I think that was the most significant, meaningful win in football history because the little brother became equal to the big bad brother in NFL. It was such an unbelievable league-changing win. Yeah, Senate California is right because people don't realize the significance of the Jets winning Super Bowl three because it's been that long ago, but that ushered in modern football because it made the AFL matter compared to the NFL. Nobody thought in a million years that the Jets were going to win that game. They not only went out and won that game, they pounded the Colts, who was regarded at that time, Harry. People thought, talked about that team. That's one of the greatest teams, if not the greatest the team in the NFL. the Baltimore Colts, right? Right, yeah, exactly, yeah. with Johnny Unitas and yeah, all Johnny those guys. Yeah, Johnny Louisville alum. Yeah, yeah Louisville alum, <laughs> Mike Curtis, a linebacker, all those guys. And people said, that's the greatest team we've ever seen. And the Jets went out there and put it on them in Super Bowl three. That really ushered in modern football when it came to what we know as the NFL now and how that really kind of got started back through the AFL, that team and the Jets. Not going to NFL team when it comes to the Baltimore Colts. 
real quick, anonymous in D.C., he says he knows about this Dr. Neo that Aaron Rodgers is speaking about. Anonymous in D.C., speak on it. Yes, sir. Um, it's really the great Dr. Smokey from Compton, and his description is, dude, put on earth you and me, Freddie and Harry. Better take advantage, man. Better take advantage. <laughs> Buddha lovers. <laughs> Gotta learn a, the Buddha. <laughs> I'm so glad you chose me. <laughs> You're so juvenile in this damn show. I know. Good Lord. The adult known as Stefania Bell, ESPN injury analyst, will stop by at 4 30 to talk about exactly why Harry Douglas's mind should not be boggled by this seemingly quick recovery of Aaron Rodgers. He's going to stop by 4 30 Eastern time right here on Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Real quick, we're seven days away from the NBA season. So, why do one of our producers and Harry Douglas have this in common? to get ready for the NBA season that starts in seven days. Everybody's going to get caught in the NBA. Tricks next on ESPN Radio. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Seven days from the beginning of the NBA season. And you're going to find out here on Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio, how that league has united Devin King, one of our producers, and Harry Douglas. It's all part of the progressive NBA snapshot. We'll get that a couple of seconds. But, Harry, we're still trying to figure out what's up with James Harden. Has not attended any of the preseason games in Philadelphia, the 76ers. He has participated in only one team practice scrimmage over the 14 days of training camp. He's determined to get traded. Philadelphia's at a standstill. And here it is seven days away, and we still don't know what could be what or what's going to be what with the beard either staying or being forced or, I say, leaving on his own terms from Philadelphia. Well, I just, I just hope they figure it out. I hope he figures, figures it out because um, I don't want a player to ever be hostage. I don't want a player to hold an organization hostage. Mm-hmm. If the, it's not mutual, then figure out the best solution. But at the same time, 
you know, you got to do what's reasonable for your organization. And I understand James Harden wants to do what he feels is reasonable for him right. as an individual. But I'm going to go back to what I'm always going to say, Freddie. Do you want to play basketball? Well, he do you want a ball? He wants the ball, but he wants his money. He wants that equity that he believes he deserves. I'm just putting it out there. Well, the thing, <laughs> you, you can feel like you deserve what you think you deserve. Right. But at the same time, I mean, this is a result business, right? Right or wrong? I completely and, and, agree. And what I've seen transpire the last two years, don't get me wrong, James Harden led the league in assists in the regular season, and uh, he had two phenomenal games in that series versus the Boston Celtics. But at the same time, when they did need him the most, he yep. didn't show up. The year prior, when they needed him the most versus the Miami Heat, he did not show up. I agree. And he now – well, before those two incidents, he had the – the dark cloud over his career that, okay, he couldn't get it done in the postseason. Absolutely. Right? He's a regular season player, but when it comes to everything being on the line, we, we talk about the, the series against the Golden State Warriors in which basically they couldn't hit a three-pointer to save their lives, the Houston Rockets. And that's a series that everyone thought that they should have won. Granted, Chris Paul got hurt. I understand that, but still, you you were the face of that franchise mm-hmm. and didn't weren't able to get it done. So, I understand you want to be compensated, but this is a result-driven business at the same time. Absolutely. And if you have not proven that you can bring those results that can be championship-worthy, and then you're making these kind of demands, and if you're Philadelphia, I wouldn't want that guy around anyway. If he doesn't want to be there, if I'm Daryl Morey, the general manager, if I put my neck and my behind on the line for you twice, then you know what? Be gone. Get some draft picks, get some players, and just move on. Let him become somebody else's problem again because that's what he's going to be. Is somebody else's problem. Because the last thing you should want if you're the Los Angeles Clippers is having that guy around Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And you need that guy to help your basketball team to win a championship or at least try to make any kind of headway in the city of Los Angeles. So if he wants to be out and the Clippers want him, (laughs) four words, good luck to you. And you may need a lot more than that when it comes to the Clippers. Then we have this. Speaking of somebody needing luck. Uh Uh-oh. Houston Rockets are trading Kevin Porter Jr. and two future-round second-round picks for the Oklahoma City Thunder. They are immediately waiving him, and here's why. His future in the NBA is significant, and it's in question. He was arrested for an alleged attack on a girlfriend, a former WNBA player, Keith Ray Gondrasic, at the Millennium Hilton near the United Nations on September 11th in New York. The prosecutors in Manhattan dropped one of the assault charges against him on Monday, acknowledging that he did not fracture her neck during the alleged assault, but he still faces charges of second-degree strangulation and third-degree assault to which he has pled not guilty. You know you are a bad dude in Oklahoma City Thunder that you and Devin Kane like a lot as a team that's you in the NBA. Well, they say, we'll trade for you, but we're getting rid of your behind as soon as you get here. Yeah, rightfully so, right? Everything has to play out, but at the same time, man, you know how I feel. I have a daughter. I res- mm-hmm. respect women at the highest level. I'm mm-hmm. married. My mom. Like, you can't – I need these guys to understand. And, and, and the process still has to play out. But you can't – for anyone, you can't put your hands on women, man. Amen. And, and think – you're going to be able to get away with that and think it's cool at any level, right? And my father always taught me, man, if it ever got to a situation with a woman where I even thought like I needed to put my hand somewhere it shouldn't be, then I need to remove myself from that situation. That's not yeah. the situation for me. Yeah. Like you, so we, we got to, you know, protect our queens, man, and protect women no, at all costs. No doubt about it because they do that to us and for us all the time. By the way, it's brought to you by Progressive Insurance, insurance motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save with 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. This Heisman Trophy candidate has had the longest road. He joins us next. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. 
You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.